everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me is none other than my co-host, Avera. Hello! How are y'all doing, guys? I hope you're having a fantastically beautiful day, wherever you might be in this world. I am, and it is... I'm feeling gloriously good. Oh, right on, buddy. Cool. Next on the show, we have Noble. Let the insanity ooze from every orifice. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> nice. I think the next thing you need on your long list of crazy crazy laughs is um is a secret lair yeah that's gonna be a long time coming oh i don't know i mean the market for you know private islands and mountains and that sort of stuff have um i would imagine i don't know struggled i would need to fake an nft scam or uh invent a coin that becomes really popular yeah well i would not be surprised if you had like some secret underground base I wish. I don't even have underground. I'm like a f- level off the floor. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, well, plenty of, you know, plenty of villains basically build in towers, so... There's oh, that. that's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's right. First off, I want to I wanna start the show by saying, help, I have joined a, cl- a club and I can't go back out of it. Yes, Joel. That offer is no damn, damn well. No, well, I would say you're you're more purple than gray, so don't count yourself out too too quickly. But yes, uh, guys, it is Joel's birthday. Hey! Birthday. Hell yeah! Happy birthday, buddy! Be cautious of the giant cake. I will, I will, okay, I was going to say congratulations on being alive for another year on this beautiful planet Earth, but wow. His cake isn't that big, alright? He's not ancient. I love you guys. You guys are the best, I swear. <laughs> oh, I love you. You're fucking cool, man. Mm, but we did have so much cake, so much food, so much barbecue, and... Oh, dude... And now it's time to hit me. Before you know it, I'm going to start saying, get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, you whippersnappers. Oh, come on. Get off my lawn. Me and my pink flamingos are going to watch you. Now, you're not a true Australian until you say it to the Prime Minister. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we've an overdose smattering of cunt everywhere. Then you know, freaking Aussie. <laughs> Bruh. But no. It's starting to hit me now. Like, my personal health may be, you know, is going to go downhill from there, or so everyone says. Because I'm starting to go grey. No, you're not. You're just getting a, a darker shade of purple. Like indigo. Mm, or maybe a duller shade 
I don't know yet. Hmm, perhaps. Well, man, honestly, happy birthday. I, I hope you had a fantastic day. Mm. That's good. That's great. So, oh, God. We have a, a live comment here from uh, one of our buddies, Chuck, here. He goes, uh, Gray Muscle! <laughs> okay. Shame Inu's not around. I'm sure he'd have a pun or two. Oh, yeah. Well, he's more like a silver white muzzle. Something along those lines. <laughs> Damn, Inu, we well, miss he you. He is the very definition of it, though. I know, yeah. <laughs> totally. All in the best ways. Oh, well. Ah, but, he's great. You know, once you're in the club, you know, you may well make the most out of it. Hey, bro, furry for life, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Hell, yeah. No. Let's get, let's get started with what's on the show today. So, what have we got? Ooh. Apple is working on a hardware subscription service for iPhones. Now, before we continue, we should state that this is currently only rumor. Although, with how things have been going, yeah, I could see that being a thing. And I think knowing Apple's business practices and how, you know, most people who have owned their products in the past can say, yep, this is totally, you know, an Apple thing. Well, no, I mean, the thing is, yes, this is technically rumor, but if you actually look at what they're trying to promote, it says that the company wants to make owning a phone like subscribing to apps and that the service could tie into Apple Care and digital service bundles. So what that basically means is, yeah, if you do have an Apple phone, it might actually be similar to subscribing to apps if you have a particular service. And this gets a little more Orwellian, I guess, if you read uh, further down. It says that Apple Inc. is working on a subscription service for the iPhone and hardware pro and hardware products. That's a big thing. A move that could make device ownership similar to paying a monthly app fee, according to people with knowledge of the matter. Now... That is not necessarily untrue. If you do have um, a physical device, they might actually make you pay monthly for services, depending on what the service is. Now, when it comes to app, uh, that's all. That's that's the next level. But l l let's see what they say about this. It says the service would be Apple's biggest push yet into automatically recurring sales, allowing users to subscribe to hardware for the first time. Rather than just digital services, but the project is still in development, said the people who asked not to be identified because the initiative has not been announced. Wow. What, what do you guys think about that? Jolt? Mm -hmm. What's well, your thoughts? I would think that if we skip on over to the next, well, to the next paragraph, it's like it's akin to an auto leasing program, and you know, compared to what what most other people do, like if you buy a phone, you just you know go to the shop and you can buy it outright. 
and it depends. Like here, we you know we have these, you know, some we have phones that come with plans, and you know, with monthly. Upon these monthly installments, you basically get the phone and you get the you know the carrier service along with it. Over right. you know over an agreed you know time frame where you know you make the agreement. Well, and... I, I was thinking that this was something a little bit more scary when it comes to like a, a physical thing. Right. You know, like you know, if you if you miss your you know subscription, that the service will be suspended, like the product, whatever will be suspended, mm. or what have you. Or, yeah, and and with the other pro products that Apple's going into, you know, you want to be subscribing to you know iPads, MacBooks, Apple Watches, and stuff. Well, th this is the whole problem I had with the cloud, because like let's say if you wanted to save your own personal artwork on like your device you would either have to save it to your device and then pay for the the gigabyte space or you'd have to adhere to the cloud and the cloud is an internet thing where everybody on you know whoever runs apple can see what you're posting or what you're saving and that's a very good option like let's say if you're a very prominent artist or uh, just an individual who runs a business, let's say, and wants to put a lot of your content on the internet, or or, or like you you just want to save it, so you can use the cloud for it, and and then you put it on the cloud, and it's not necessarily saved to your physical device. Now, let's say I don't want to do that. Let's say I I'm just a you know, a furry artist who makes yif or whatever. And I just want to post my shit on my own personal device. Like, why should I have to subscribe to the cloud and then make that, you know, part of your uh, system? You know, I, I'd rather not have that happen. There's a lot of controversy about that. It's, I mean... Well, that, let's okay, see what, on, what the article goes um, down to. Joel, can you read out the next paragraph down from where your mouse cursor is? Um, the program would differ from an installment program? Yep. In that the monthly charge wouldn't be the price of the device split across 12 or 12, 24 months. Rather, it would be a yet-to-be-determined monthly fee that depends on which device the user chooses. So, you know, I mean, it stands to reason... You know the IMAX and stuff would be the mo on the higher end of the you know of the fees compared to like the Apple Watches. Yeah. So would there be fees? Is that what they're what they're trying to to do? Like trying to propagate? Because I think the thing is, you got to realize nowadays the buy now and pay later thing. All the buy now and pay later programs and services um, are oh, that's credit. Now. You've got yeah. Oh, oh, that's definitely credit. Okay. You know, well, where... let's see what the article says. It says the idea is to make the process of buying an iPhone or an iPad on par with paying for iCloud storage. That's exactly what I was talking about before. Yeah, fuck for iCloud storage. Music for Apple Music. Yeah, subscription so each month. Each so, month, so they they want a concurrent payment. That's literally what their business plan is. That's not necessarily a bad plan, 
but it depends on like what you actually want to promote on there. What you want to do on there on the on the thing too. Yeah, Adobe, yeah, exactly. Didn't Adobe do the same sort of thing with their software, and then everyone yeah, else like, Ad- to copy? you know Adobe Photoshop, Illustrator, Acrobat, yep. After Effects, Premiere, the whole suite. And then, yep. you know, you pay a, a license to use a subscription every month for each of the programs. Mm-hmm. And wow. again, so you know, here, here we go. It says Apple has been working on the subscription program for several months, but the project was recently put on the back burner in an effort to launch a buy now, pay later service more and quickly. That's kind of what I was going on with things like Afterpay, where you can, you know, buy things hmm. like clothes and other stuff. You know, buy, buy it now, get the product, and then you pay off the thing in four weeks' time. Right. In the Afterpay right. service. And with an arranged payment plan. Whoa. That's a risky move. That's very, um, wow. My goodness. Mind if I hijack the podcast for a moment regarding this whole thing? Sure. Go ahead. So, first off, no freaking surprise. Second off, this would allow Apple to, instead of constantly be refreshing their hardware, to instead turn around and go, oh, okay, um, let's see, the CPU is still currently valid. Let's just put Mm -hmm. in a new camera module and we'll call it blah, blah, blah. People aren't really, majority of people are going to stop focusing on uh, the major aspects, and they're going to more look at the oh, hey, I can get a better camera with uh, you know, fork out a little bit of extra money and get a. But this sort of thing is understandable. First, it's been, I hate to say, it, but successful with the software uh, industry. Apple is also moving to a more subscription-based service, so instead of um, having this yeah. high-cost entry for going out buying an iPhone or buying an iPad or some other Apple product. Instead, if people just simply turn around and say, gave uh, $45 a month to a telecom provider, they get their iPhone, they could maybe spend an extra $20 and get an iPad. And they just pay Wait, that. Wait, yeah, $20 on what though? To get an iPad as well. This is just an example. Okay. That then would also, because this is being paid through, say, uh, Telstra, if you're in Australia, you get access to all the Telstra services and shit. You get access to all the Apple shit. Um, and that's it. You don't actually go into the point of, oh, I want to go watch, uh, I, I want to buy a movie. You don't do that anymore. Instead, you just simply rent the movie for an X period of time, or you've got access to it because of your subscription service. That's it. The idea of uh, ownership. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is why this is such a fucking scam, though. For some people, and fortunately for the large majority of people out there, this is what they want. Things like Spotify, uh, Apple's uh, music streaming service, uh, the other streaming services that are out there where you don't actually own stuff, but you get access to the library. Moving to the general population is how people want to move forward. For someone like myself, however, I sit here thinking, oh, fuck. Because I don't want to rent something. I want to own it. You're damn right, bro. That's exactly what... 
Yeah, you you damn right. I thought about uh, when I go to upgrade my phone next time, I looked at what Apple's done with uh, one of their recent Mac things, and I went, oh, shit. I've seen what places like Sony are doing with their phones, and I'm thinking, I mostly want to use my phone for texts, calls, and taking photos and videos with. The experience that I've seen with, say, a Sony phone, it's overkill for what I want, but it also gives me the opportunity to learn about how to make better videos, how to take better photos. So upgrading to a Sony phone when I'm ready to, hopefully they still actually have this product range going, that's going to be my intention. So thank you, Apple, for making me you know, decide whether or not to stay or to go. What you've shown, at least with what this report states, I need to stop. <laughs> right. And uh, here's a live comment, too, that's very, very similar sentiment from Chuck. More movements towards a rental-based society. You will own nothing and be happy. Can you imagine the amount of e-waste that's going to be created with this? I mean, holy shit. Yeah, oh, there's, there's a chip in my phone. Okay, I'll just go get another one. That's, uh, yeah. Like, never mind all that stuff and the right to repair rules and what have you. Well, this then sort of just adds more to it. Compounds this takes the right to repair and throws it out the window. I mean, the only thing that we can look forward to is if somehow... Uh, once the phone has been no longer usable, that people are going out there, they're making Android or Linux uh, distribution to operate on this hardware. Although considering this, uh, some of the stupid shit I've seen with Apple's latest sort of uh, releases. Yeah, uh, well, they wanted to make a... an overpriced cheese grater. No, no. You might as well go out to hardware store, buy a brick and carry that around with you. You know, it's funny. I think now people have a hanker. I've just read on somewhere that people now have a hankering for older tech. Uh, yeah, there's reasons why. You know, like and and when older tech was mentioned, they were actually looking for like those old, old you know, turn dial landlines. Even the younger generations, like millennials and stuff, were and Gen Z wanted in on that old phone action. Look, if you want to play with your knobs, fine. By all means, go right ahead. But that's not my interest. My interest is in the ability to go, oh, I can pull this apart. Okay, this is why it's not working. Pull the part out, put a new one in, and then just hope it didn't buy a shitty copy of it, a shitty knockoff component, and it blows up in my face, which you don't want that happening with capacitors. That's... Hey, no, that's a pretty fucked up situation. But here we have a pretty good live comment from uh, Boxcar. He says, I just want a phone that takes all right pictures and just has a headphone jack. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what, buddy? I, I get it. Me too. Like, don't you just want the simple things? Yeah. Unla good pictures? Yeah, that's the easy part. Headphone jacks? Not so Yeah, that's yeah, whatever. Days. They're, they're basically going the way of the dodo. But, you know what, though? If there is one reason why you should, according to this report, subscribe to an iPhone, compared uh -huh. with a Starbucks coffee or a New York Times subscription, the iPhone is a bargain. 
<laughs> no, it's You're not. Right. That's a fucking lie. Bullshit. Your iPhone is a bar- a thousand dollars for your. No, no well, way. How much do you pay for an iPhone in a month versus how much do you buy on Starbucks's or on the New York Times? Which I'm not gonna be no I buying say, some fucking smartphone um, for a thousand bucks. Are garbage, but that's just me. No, you're right. It it's fucking garbage. I can't wait till you get an iPhone where you just literally look at it the wrong way and it bricks itself. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like the, the, that exactly. Like that's oh my goodness. Who remembers that you're holding it wrong? Comment. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I definitely know there's uh like what the hell is it called? Like obsolescence. Right. Uh, Pretty oh. creepy thing. Yeah. Or scheduled Final obsolescence plans. or whatever. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Planned obsolescence. Yeah, that's what it is. Where like after like eight months they decided to oh well we're just totally going to uh make your battery power not work as well and you have to buy another phone like next year. Yeah, Vera, Bro, that fuck you. already happened. We'll, oh, I know it has. Yeah, degrading. We'll just slow your phone down for you. That's what they do. It's so <laughs> crap. Yeah, it's what the bonkers, up. man. Anyway, that does this make you want to buy an iPhone? I know it sure doesn't. Well, no. no. I say not, when I say buy. I mean rent. <laughs> I don't want no iPhone. Fuck that. Me neither. Owned one once, blah. Apple already has iLife as a uh, title, well, a name for their software. I think it's basically going to be people. Well, it's basically they're going to make on. their own. They're going to make their own VR universe where you have to subscribe into. Oh, Beowulf said planned obsolescence. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you're and, right. You know. Thank you, yeah. Phillips. Anyway. Thank you, Beowulf. Mm. All right. Next item here that we have. Go fast. Introducing Sonic the Hedgehog 2 custom Xbox controllers. Look at these things. Okay. Um, let me put it this way. I've pulled apart a couple of controllers before and seen what gets inside. So when I say that the vibrators inside of a one controller were basically solid rusted, uh, what is going to happen with these? I mean, just that fur is going to come off very easily. Okay, when when I first saw this, I thought this was like photoshopped, like it wasn't real. Is this real? Like, there's actually furry controllers. They're, like they for... look like they're controllers with fur, with fur pasted on, and with the cutouts for the buttons, the joysticks. Yeah, I know, but like, is that real though? Oh goodness, they're really doing that. You know, they're teaming up to create these special limited time only controllers. And oh goodness, yes, like you said, you know, these customized controllers have a golden portal ring shining on surface alongside an embossed Sonic the Hedgehog two logo with textured coatings. Reminiscent of the bristly texture of hedgehogs in the wild. 
Yeah, controllers have sonic red. blue and knuckles red. They're so fuzzy, though. I oh goodness! Stand if these only had like a a, a a textured surface, but having them with actual fur, it's a it will be a collection piece and not an actual uh, proper con, uh, gaming controller. True, because you destroy those quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely see like the whole novelty aspect of it. Look at this, though. Look at this, though. Like the freaking custom Xbox with that Sonic with that ring. Oh my goodness! I'm oh, sorry, goodness. But that looks ridiculous. I mean, as far That's as so limited silly. edition, you know, limited edition console, console, you know, plates and controllers go. Oh wow! My my my. Some live comments, though. Um, Beowulf says these are specifically collector's items, not to be used ever. I, I honestly, I think so, because like they, they really are, you know, like different colored furs specifically created for this new game. Well, yeah, well, the movie to cash in that... on the Sonic movie hype. No, exactly, but like that would totally be. Like a collector's item sort of thing, right? Like you wouldn't actually play with those, right? No, obviously, I'd, I'd, Avera, it'd you be a pain seen... in the ass to clean. Avera, you have not seen how some rich people, um, what they will do just for shits and giggles. I mean, I, I wouldn't play with that. I would probably just buy it and just put it like it. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, and you know, funny enough, Chuck says they were weeks so too early for April Fools. This oh, <laughs> yeah, but but like that's how you know it's not actually a joke. Like there's there do be some people serious about this though. Good lord! Like you can actually buy a fucking like red furry game console controller. Like you can legit do that. Bro. You know, and another thing that basically has you concerned for use, Robert Wagner says, those are going to become so sweaty and gross. Ah, uh, yeah, just like real fursuits, IRL. I totally get it. I mean, it's one thing. Don't play you know, too hard. The plastic shell controllers, easy to, you know, somewhat easier enough to clean. You know, give them a wipe down. <laughs> but this, oh, you're gonna need a lot of you know, scrub brushing and everything else to make it even look, smell, or feel good. Well, this is actually a really cool marketing campaign when it comes to like Sonic versus Knuckles. Like this image right here, that's that's all right. I feel like that's gonna get a lot of fans like into the whole nostalgia thing into playing this game and possibly wanting to even buy these furry controllers i don't think you buy them you from the look of things you can win them oh okay not to buy them but oh, you can win them these things well you can if you do well i can imagine how much the values are going to shoot up oh yeah exactly I mean, is that a downside? 
if the uh, Sonic 2 movie actually bombs horribly in the cinema, this is going to be a, uh, yeah, we don't want it sort of thing. Um, I think only the diehard Sonic fans will still want it regardless. Yeah, true. If only still, for the, I'm... you know, for the moniker and just how much the Sonic name means to them. I'm still going to go see the movie in the cinema, though. In the big screen? I'm um, Heck yeah. I probably will, too. Like, yeah, I probably will. I don't know if I'm going to be buying these, like, fuzzy controllers, but I'm probably going to go see the movie anyway. Mm, if if we do find them in at a retailer, well, I'd get it if only to, you know, sell them on eBay at a higher price later. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah, totally. I think, I think I'd like my Xbox controllers to at least, you know, be clean and functional, not fuzzy. <laughs> Looks like they're starting to grow mold. At, or that something. Point, you, some, at some point, you realize you may as well like be wearing your fursuit paws while playing with a controller. Yeah, that's pretty much the same thing. If like the controller itself is like has its own fursuit, <laughs> Sonic Fox. <laughs> it kind of does. Oh, God, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but we like, are still here. You know, we are still here. You know, that aside, with the Sonic thing, you guys seen the new trailer for the Sonic movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I have, uh, I yeah. A, I had a quick glance of it uh, before the podcast started, but otherwise, no. I did, yeah. And I was a little confused about how Knuckles wanted to, like, well, yeah, where did Yeah, that was kind of weird. Where did these, you know, the story of these emeralds come from? Where did they all come from? Different yeah. fr- different shows have had different stories. I'm just going to basically sit back and wait to see when I see the movie what the storyline is. Yeah, true. Okay. Mm, but it does add, you know, excitement for wanting to watch the movie. I, I know, sure as heck, I am excited to watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I mean, me too. I love Knuckles. Like, he's pretty damn cool. And the fact that he's going to be fighting uh, Sonic. But we all know, like, if you're, like, are a fan of Sonic, like, you watch it, so, like, you know at the end of the day, it's all going to be okay. Can we just go back to having slapstick humor instead of fighting for everything, even though it's sometimes really stupid what you're doing? <laughs> I, modern comedy is weird. I swear. Like, I, there are times where I try to, you know, get in with the jokes of modern comedy, but mm, sometimes they just fall flat. I don't know. It's weird. Not that I'm even a big comedy guy myself, but... Anyway. It's like the, you know, yeah, one-liners are just a big thing in movies nowadays. But, yeah. Um, But we are still here on the merch train. And the next thing we're going to look at on this said merch train is... 
this. Barbie dolls. Why the heck would a podcast like us look at Barbie dolls, you might ask? Oh, this is quite interesting indeed. Well, it turns out uh, Barbie, as as you guys know, uh, Barbie has had a very myriad amount of jobs. She's been an astronaut. She's been a police officer. She's been a firefighter, a lawyer, and a doctor. And Barbie is now currently uh, a furry. Yes. You heard that right. Barbie is a furry. And you can Indeed. See Barbie costume here. So Barbie decided to become a furry, uh, dressing up as Bunny, and or her and her friends have also dressed up as multiple furry characters. And holy bonkers, guys, uh, this is a new line of Barbie dolls where it's called Cutie Reveal. Oh my goodness, well, what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you. That means she takes off her, her fursuit head and says, Oh, it's me, Barbie! Hello! Yeah, she's totally a furry. But no, it all gets deeper. She's not only just a bunny, she's a panda, she's a fox and a wolf and a, all kinds of holy bonkers nonsense. Well, in this collection, bunny, panda, cat, and puppy... And a cat, and yeah, well, exactly. Up. A dog and a cat, and a, what the crap? Oh shit, that rhymed. Well, anyway, we have. Look at the, this. Is all right. So, guys, this is probably um. If you're not seeing this, this is to scale. A Barbie doll has a costume that she's wearing, and she's literally wearing a pink bunny fursuit. Bro. I mean, over, again, overemphasis on the way on these goofy mascot-styled suits with the giant, ginormous head and... Oh, I know. Yeah. It's not a real fursuit. But the fact that she's even delving into this interesting concept, that is perplexing to me. Like, oh my goodness. Look at that head. Like, Barbie's in a freaking fursuit. Like, okay, it's not a real fursuit, but, you know. Oh, it gets better. And, and now they're trying to make, like, furries, like, a mainstream. Here's, like, some of their customers or, like, these paid actors in these commercials wearing, like, cat ears and shit. What? Well, a cow, you know, what? a cow or a cow style um, jacket and, and those ears. I've just checked E621, and so far there is no porn of this, so... Oh, um, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. There but will be. I kind of first just asked, didn't the whole sort of um, gay Ken thing blow up in their face? It did, and I know this will too. Hell, what? Barbie just came out as a furry, like, earlier this month, and I guarantee you, on E621, Barbie's gonna be in a bunch of uh, stuff. I'm more concerned with the people who are going to buy this and then modify that fursuit so it's adult and like make porn videos and photos with it oh dude i i've seen people literally dress up in this like in real yeah. life 
no like pictures they're like i'm i'm mimicking barbie oh how fun and cute and like maybe they don't actually realize that this is like furry inspired but it totally is did seth mcfarlane redesign it i honestly hope he didn't oh god oh boxcar what the crap i mean maybe uh, <laughs> i'm more stunned at how just wrong this is going to go for him. I'm, I, the amount of dirty people out there are going to get a hold of this and they're going to go ah! Why? Given the dimensions of the head though, like you can seriously tell it's not necessarily a fursuit, like it's more like a mascot based That's but the intention time. is still there. Yeah, yeah, you're right Joel. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, it's more mascot-ish. And again, with the whole you know five piece assembly, uh, well, I should say a bit more because it's not it's not like a an overall or one piece like a first. Yeah, no, it's it, it's not a fur suit. Yeah, it, it's more like a jacket. But, like, like, a but jacket. like, what are they doing though? Oh, 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 guys! Oh no! Oh, panda! Oh, oh goodness! No. Why? Why? Oh no 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 no! For, for no. those of you who are okay, um, guys, for those of you who are listening, we just stumbled upon Barbie uh, dressing up as a panda. She also dyed her hair uh, both white and red while she's wearing uh, panda ears. Please do enjoy the degeneracy of Barbie dressing up as a freaking panda mascot. What the crap! This is the black Barbie, though, isn't it? No, I think she's more Hispanic. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's more uh, of a cutie reveal panda the, um, thing. Going. Very typical, you know. Hair accenting is given that it's on point for a panda. Oh, goodness, look at how big the head is. The that's head a problem. Like that's not a fursuit. That's like, yeah, that's a mascot shit going on. Yeah, I even got those little panda ears for accessories and that, and... Oh my goodness. Like, but but still, the... why is Barbie doing this? This is great. They're like a multi-billion dollar company. Probably and, you know, looked and at the... And little girls go and pick up these Barbie dolls. They're like, they are... That's they want to dress up for. as a panda. Like this, like... Oh, Beowulf. What what do you say? This is probably just a bad take of the Mask Singer. Oh, oh you're so right, Bo. You're so correct. So. Because if they're going down the fairy sort of thing, they probably didn't like look at the adult shit. Because you know, if they did spend any time, any decent amount of time in the adult side, that they would have basically just said no and walked away. Well, what was that masked singer that was basically Sarah Palin? I think it was uh, Bear, right? She she was Bear. She, she basically looked like one of those people. And it was legit fucking Sarah Palin, like, rapping. <laughs> and she dressed up as, like, some fucking, like, mascot-looking dude. Alright, you guys, there's a few more collect of these dolls, but here's the next one. You are going to witness. And no, uh, I'm going to show this to you. Can because... I not and just say we did? No. 
Here you go. Here's number three. A puppy. Oh my goodness. Look uh, at the animation too. Like like next to the next to the tube, you have Barbie with like her purple hair holding the fursuit head. And she's just like, Yeah, that's me, bro. Like I can totally imagine Barbie getting into one of those like a fancy fancy dog type, like a poodle. I can totally imagine her being a poodle. That's that so, yeah, you're right. I could totally, yeah, I could see her being a poodle. Well, you know, actually, not just in in more ways than one, you know, like poodling, like every furry does. Oh yeah, fuck that. No, I'm I'm not about yeah, poodling. Like an actual poodle suit <laughs> as well. <Joel. laughs> I seriously think I need duct tape. <laughs> this is just so wrong. Well, while you're at it, no. Put, wrap your eyes with duct tape, pour bleach, and something's question mark, profit. <laughs> no. Oh, perfect. What? Box cut. Says Chernobyl puppy. Yeah, I mean, like, I think he's trying to be a bunny, maybe? From Beowulf <clears throat> is Rabbit Mark 2. I don't see any canine in that at all. Yeah, no, uh, this is a bunny. Like, they have different species that they try to promote. But this, but this is the puppy one, though. Like, the floppy is... That's not a puppy! No, it's not! That's a bunny. We had the pink bunny, but you know what? I can kind of oh my agree God. that it's, like, it's okay. half and half, because, again, floppy e bunnies have floppy ears, too. Bro, that if a that's a puppy, ear. then I agree with Boxcar and fucking Beowulf. Like, there's no way that's a that's a bunny. That's a puppy. There's no way that like. Yeah, it's got to be a puppy. It has to be. What? I'm sorry, but those um temperature gauges look rather lewd. It's I love how they have like Barbie dressed up in like all these crazy ass costumes. Like this is some this is something you'd see at like a furry con, with like the yeah. cat ears and shit. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I'm still going with the idea that this is basically going to be the uh, gay can again. Just this right. modern oh, no. Guys, because they said there were four figures, there's just one more that you're going to see. Okay, really? that's definitely No! Bad. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. Whoa. Oh, no. Okay, so wow. yeah, that's the uh, Black Barbie, and it's a cat. Yeah. A ginger cat. Good lord. Why? <laughs> Why? This is like a symptom of how the mainstream is trying to infiltrate furries and trying to like market towards us. Infiltrate. I think they're basically no, just set up no, dead no, right next. Bro, Barbie is a furry. Like, let's get real. Like, that's really how it fucking is. I would Joel, say this uh, is how. Like, when the, I think when the committee sat down and have a talk and had a talk about, okay, what can we give Barbie to make it a bit more interesting? And they and one person put his hands up and said, "Oh, I know. We could make her a furry." And <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. And they sat around. They had these, you know, these meetings. The committee, 
And how are we gonna how are we gonna put Bobby in on these costumes? Hmm. What kind of design do we go for? Yeah. This unfortunately yes. is reality. Th- yeah, this is reality. Good lord. Bar- Barbie has so many different jobs. She's an astronaut, uh, firefighter, that, that, now she's a furry. The whiskers is just no. I'm sorry, not yeah, yet. <laughs> Look at how they have like removable paws and hands and shit. Oh my goodness. They have like the whole pant legs. Oh wow. I wonder if they have like digigrade. Um, uh, I think that would, be a bit too, that would be a bit too much. I think people are going to break the legs off and actually make that so. Or just put like some cotton balls in there to like make it more degrade or whatever. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> Maybe. I am going to be disturbed when I start seeing the adult material made from these dolls. <laughs> Yo, what were they thinking? Pander to furries, I guess? I mean, damn. Was Ken still aligned these days, or was it just Barbie? Uh, Ken's probably some furry femboy. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know what Ken... I don't know what Ken's thinking about now. He's probably, yeah. Uh... See, what would Ken think about... Uh, Barbie. If Barbie's Barbie like, oh, by the way, Ken, um, I'm a furry. I'm gonna go to a convention next week. Ken would be like, uh, you're a what now? <laughs> He's just a sperm donor. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be a little bit confused. Beowulf's last comment. Cursed. Yeah, you're damn right. It is so fucking cursed. I'm describing this sort of stuff. The Spanish and Black Barbie. Oh god, that was horrible. Well, the Spanish Barbie in the in the panda suit. Um, is there anyone who's black in the um, comment the section black, right the black now? Barbie in the cat suit was. Well. Oh well, I guess not. I mean, the thing with this is, um, the interesting about the whole Barbie thing was that since Barbie is known to, you know, their core demographic is little girls. Right. And with this, like, what do you think they're trying to do here? Like, are they, you know, are they, they're they're basically increasing the appeal of, they're trying to appeal, increase the appeal of furry to, you know, to girls. Well, honestly, yeah, I I do believe that's that's their primary uh, demographic um, market, but for now, it seems like their primary prerogative, yeah, it does seem to be pandering to furries because it is becoming more mainstream, and the fact that you know Barbie is one of I don't know, like the most mainstream dolls that are marketed towards yeah. girls. Yeah, it would make more sense if. They were to jump on uh, different stuff, you know, in popular culture, like being a furry. Oh, I'm going to dress up as an animal for fun. Oh, isn't that cute and, and cool and everything? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of kids would like that. That's what their, you know, marketing demographic is for. 
And so, like, when they do that, they're like, oh, well, uh, Barbies can dress up as uh, a panda. Oh, that's super fun, you know, whatever. Maybe they're not necessarily marketing towards furries, but in this type of context, I think they're trying to do something very similar to, like, what Disney did with their anthropomorphic characters. Trying to, like, pander to a particular sort of audience that would be interested in that design aspect. Am I wrong? I don't know. That's just like my opinion. I see where you're coming from. And again, you know, now it's it's just been so surreal seeing all these companies and that basically getting into trying to tap into the furry market now more than ever. Now, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Microsoft is low key kind of doing this, but they're cashing it more. Rather, they're cashing in on the Sonic phenomenon. More, if anything else, they're not really pandering. They're just trying to make, you know, it's just a good promotional stunt. Microsoft is right. doing. Um, you know, Builder Bear did this, and yeah, some other stuff have done that too. So, now the question that awaits us is, who's next to be, you know, to be following down the route of pandering, you know, on the merch train? Oh, goodness. I mean, Barbie already sort of went down that path when they gave her fursuits. I don't know, man. I'm not happy with. Yeah, it it was crazy about that. I don't know what's next. Mm -hmm. Pokemon tie-in with Barbie? (laughs) Yeah, right. Pokemon... um... Pokemon Beetle. She just like rolls up in like out of her dream house, and her and like Pikachu go on adventures. I think Bobby's dream Pokemon would be a Ponyta, if anything else. Oh god, that's like three different fandoms all combined. Yeah, the fucking Bronies would be like, oh, okay, yes. (laughs) Can you imagine? I think Foxer would lose his (laughs) shit. I think we all would. Holy fuck. Let's just hope they don't pull a Lego then. Yeah, right? Alright, so what's next? Next one is... When things go downhill. Moving away from the merch train. We have the Halo TV show that has gone downhill and I was told... That it only took one episode for it to happen. Damn. Now, I I do have to say something about this, though. I saw the trailer for the Halo show. It looked pretty damn cool. Not going to lie. Right. They definitely did spend a lot of money, like, on their their CGI or whatever. And I know most of it is CGI. But still, you know, it looked okay. But that's a whole different situation when it comes to, like, that versus the storyline. So I really hope that they get the storyline correct, and or at least they make it engaging and, like, an interesting show to actually want to want to watch. I have... Honestly, after what I found out so far, I'm not looking forward to watching it. Right. See, that's where we, we might have a... I, I get it. Like the the trailer looked good, 
but I'm very skeptical about how the writing will go, especially because they want to add in their political nonsense. I'm not really all on board That's with that. One thing. That's the, the thing, thing, yeah. I want to, we want to add is that the showrunners and some of the writing team, they didn't look at or talk about the game or even play the Halo game in any capacity. Yeah, that's a big problem. And they also did not read the extended Halo universe because Halo also spans a very big novel collection. I know, and and before we started this call, or before we started this podcast even, we we were talking about how um, the, the developers of this new series haven't even watched like Halo, like they haven't even played the games, like they don't know about the lore. And it's a whole corporate bullshit nonsense. Now, from what I've seen on the trailers, yeah, obviously they poured a lot of money into the whole, you know, CGI, like looking cool looking trailers. But when it comes down to the storyline, you know, Halo is a very deep storyline. Like if you played the games, I'm not sure if, it, you know, who's played it before. But it's a very incredible storyline, and if they were able to nail it, like on on a TV show perspective, like that'd be pretty fucking cool. But if the person who's in charge of it hasn't even played the game or knows anything about the story, then yeah, I don't really see that being uh, productive or like being like worth watching at all. You know. It's going to be one of those pandering bullshit nonsense. Avera, have what you, do you seen think? the Dragon Ball Evolution movie? I have not seen that. Thankfully, you haven't. Okay. No, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Because the people who made that movie had access to the person who did the Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z series. They told him, and I'm mm -hmm. not quoting here, but basically, we know what you're doing. Go sit over there. They ignored the creator. Wow, that's that's Ball a series. bummer. That Jesus. movie was rubbish. And well, that's why. What has Halo done? The same bloody thing. Completely ignore this well-established franchise and do whatever the hell they want. That's exactly what I was talking about. You know, some of these people, like you know, these high-end executives, they 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 buy into these franchises and they're like okay cool i know that this franchise makes a lot of money and i can totally help with that but they're not even fans of the original content like they don't even know the storyline like they're not even actually dedicated fans and that's a fucking bummer it's like okay well sure i i just bought this franchise i'm gonna go make a new series but i'm gonna totally ignore the entire storyline we've no, seen this no, a lot happen you know, that's how it is. The Unfortunately, Halo's some of these people seem to revel in their refusal to engage with the franchise's source material. Right? Yeah, or or the fans too. Like, why don't they talk they to the, the people that to like the this stuff? Current custodians of the Halo series, three four three Industries. They're not even yes. to them. Okay, you know what I would have liked to have seen. I haven't actually played the games, but I do have a general understanding about the Halo franchise. I have mm -hmm. copies of the games. I do intend to sit down and actually play the games at some point. Oh, yeah. Got my entertainment system set up. But I would have liked to have seen some pre-story regarding the Halo franchise, whether it be Earth, whether it be an alien race. I don't care. 
that's what that's something I would have liked to have seen. Something outside of what the games have. Something that's probably in uh, the expanded universe. Yeah, and of course, you would expect you know the people that were to make those to be also fans of the game. You know, someone who knows the lore, someone who could make some uh, some content or something relevant to the actual storyline to make it more immersive. Absolutely, my dude. I yeah, believe I, I get that. The best way to go down this, and I haven't looked into whether or not it's been successful in the past, but mm-hmm. to have people who are both fans and who are not fans or people who don't really know much about the history on the writing team to decide how to move the story forward or at least right. bring in something new that would be entertaining for people. Where in this case, I Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. No, bro, I, I, I totally get it. Oh, the other one, Super Mario Brothers. Was it 1993? Right. Anyway, that aside, we, I know we we want to get to the gist of what really caused Halo to go downhill. Mm. I know we, you know, it's one thing to um, you know, to talk about how developers have ignored, you know, the move the the screenwriters are ignoring the you know, the creators, but now this. So in this first episode, we're gonna go through what's happened. Um, they didn't cast Master Chief's long-term voice actor Steve Downs. Yeah, they that said is a the, the, you know Pablo Schreiber to be it the Master says, Chief. Uh, when the dust settles, audience uh, are threatened to a typical opening credits uh, sequence that steals uh, its visual cues from a variety of modern shows, particularly Westworld, and yet fails to properly utilize Mary O'Donnell's iconic musical theme. Right, musical theme as the main linchpin to build a bridge between the game franchise and the TV show. I don't know if you guys have played that game before, but you haven't seen the the, the connection there. It's le- absolutely fucking legendary. Yeah, you damn right. Mm-hmm. The fact that, that that they're just utilizing a totally different avenues for this show, I'm not sure how successful the show is really going to be. I I hope it's it's going to be okay, but probably not. And I think. You know what? What gets worse is on this plot. You know they they added a character, a character, Mickey, a human woman, who apparently was spared by the Covenant, the aliens, who are, as in one word, genocidal religious zealots. Well, free. yes. Well, uh, Maki is a human female who apparently uh, was spared, spared by, by Covenant forces. And was raised as one of their own. Uh, Three Forty Three Industries developed director, development director Frank O'Connor hinted in the past that audience would learn why she was spared within minutes of the character appearing on screen. That was a lie, uh, but it was obviously going to pay 
uh, play out for future episodes. Hmm. By introducing a human into the Covenant's ranks, the Chipians, the entire experience, the Covenant do not need a human avatar standing into it and to serve as an expositor of information on behalf of the audience. Uh, it reeks of cowardice and lack of confidence in the characters already established throughout the franchise. Lore. So, and yikes. Yeah, it already establishes that. Like, that's pretty yeah, fucking crazy. Because like, in, the, in the original series, the Covenant, they would they would strategically spare humans, but only like yeah. kidnap them and to use them to to use ancient technology that the covenant themselves cannot, mm -hmm. cannot yep. make function with. They need like it's, in this um, case, it, it was this, yeah. yeah. But maybe you know, if they're going down that route, okay, sure. The the covenant need a human hand to operate that piece of ancient alien technology that the Covenant themselves cannot use. Okay, I get that. But this is weird. I'm and... actually starting to think it might be a worthwhile um, pursuit that I don't actually watch this movie. Uh, this well, TV show, TV sorry. Series. Just wondering... Uh... For those of us listeners, are there any like Halo players out there? You want to like make some questions? I mean, like, I know what do you think about somebody, this? There was somebody who I would really, really want on the show just for just for this very purpose. Yeah, and no, I'm just asking. I think all like, in, like, like I'm not what do you guys biggest... think about this? Yeah, like I'm all in. I'm not the biggest Halo, you know, fan, Halo nerd. Whatever have you. I mean, I used to have a high school buddy that was the biggest Halo nerd. And you get the picture. It's just... Oh. It's, it's a lot of mess at the moment, but I think what makes this worse is that Paramount has already, you know, locked in a second season before the first episode went to air. <laughs> oh, that is definitely a stupid idea. Halfway through, yes, but before it's released, uh, no. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and again, another thing like race swapping too existed. You know, Captain Jacob Keys. You know, memorable character from the first Halo game. Ad, you know, commander of the big. You know. The flagship pillar of autumn was caught. Well, he is a white man in the in the Halo video game, the Halo books, but in this Halo TV series, he was cast. Um, at Danny Stepani's playing him, and I think if I'm not sure about the race guy, I'll have a quick look at it. And and his daughter Miranda was also miscast. All right, look, if they can somehow pull off what Marvel did, then yeah, okay. The dude who was in head, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., what was his name? Ugh. Not Iron Man. 
Oh no, no, no. They they are they recast Captain Keys as a as a black well as an uh, African man. Nick Fury. Yeah, of course uh, they did. If they can pull a Nick Fury, I'm gonna be surprised. But if they can't, well then yeah, you just sort of bombed your own show, you idiots. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, I think we're uh, pretty much at the end of the episode right now. The worst, I think, just to conclude on this note, the the worst part of this is um, a helmetless Master Chief in this TV series because in the game we have, aside from like a few sequences of Master Chief as a child going through the process of genetic, you know, alteration and what have you, um, we never really got to see Master Chief's face as an adult. Never, no, nobody ever showed that to us, the players. And that Halo doing this is basically it just ruins it. Well, the actor behind um, oh, what was that show called recently? The Star Wars one, <laughs> The Mandalorian. The actor playing the Mandalorian, at least the main character, basically forced. Uh, the hands of his employers to have him take his helmet off, even though, and this is despite Mandalorian was never supposed to take his helmet off. His face was never supposed to be exposed. The actor pushed for it. And I'm wondering if whether or not the actor had the same sort of clause in their uh, contract or if someone thought that, oh, well, it was successful in The Mandalorian, so let's do it in our show. Let's make ours good. It's like, yeah, uh, The Mandalorian was successful because of some little alien thing. They can move objects just by thinking about it. Pretty sure you're looking at the wrong thing. Oh, shit. He actually did. Like, he had that much influence over the director's cut. Damn. Yeah, that's my rant on the Mandalorian and why I think they use it to uh, enhance the Halo series. Whoa! Okay. I thing is though, they're not going to mess with compared. They won't, Halo won't have the issue of having you know women's armor at all. Like, yes, there are women Spartans, but the armor is pretty much so uniform. You can't. Nobody. Nobody. It was intended that nobody could tell the difference. They just look like they are demons to these aliens. Anyway, that aside, though, um, as a final note, though, I think Halo, the TV series, is one to keep away with a 10-foot pole. Again. And... Uh, Joel, I think the 10-foot pole thing's now irrelevant. Don't they have, like, that giant hula hoop that attaches to your waist? That's essentially what a Halo ring is, except it it's floats in the galaxy. <laughs> Oh, well, that's like, and yes, we have come to the end of the episode today. So, what did you think? Avera? Oh, I thought this was an incredibly amazing episode. I'm so happy that we had a lot of audience interactions today. There's some crazy bonkers stuff going on in the world, and, um, yeah, this was super fun. I hope to see you guys next week. Hello. 
Neville. I would really hope for more positive shit, but unfortunately, we just keep um, railing on the stupid I crap. I think the, the only thing part. that was semi, you know, that wasn't so much as negative was the the merch stuff. It's it was just interesting to see how you know where the trends are setting. You know what I'm saying? I In don't terms. want to see Barbie porn. I'm sorry, but I really don't. Oh, want to see God, Barbie I don't porn. want to see that either. What the crap? Um, yeah, hashtag mersuiting. Barbie mersuiting. <laughs> How about you, Joel? I think there is always something when these things basically fall into our lap. And, you know, we are basically the curators of this sort of stuff. So, look, the fact of the matter is, you know, things fall into our lap. We, you know, we dissect it. And hopefully, you know, you get a few laughs along the way. You know, it's, it's the journey we're on. You know, like for, you know, for, for better or for ill and for, you know, and for how, whichever way the world changes around us, you know, be it in the furry world or outside. You know? We are the chroniclers, the chroniclers of this stuff. And that's pretty much it. That's why we do what we do. And yeah, thank you all for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did making this episode. And as always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, BitChute, and more platforms further down the line. This is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Kodak moment.